Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. I'm talking with a band over on in eastern Washington, the other part of our great fine state, over in Wenatchee, a band called, and let me see if I pronounce this right, Himiko Cloud. Perfect, man. <laughs> awesome. What's there they are an instrumental three piece, uh, and 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 they, they I they I think they reached out to me via email, and I just fell in love with the record. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just telling them that like the artwork on it is is exceptional, but the music is just it's it's really cool. It's like um, instrumental, progressive metal. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you can't really even box it in, in in one genre. But we'll talk a little bit about it, and we'll play some of the songs. But first off, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, before we go any further, what's your name and what do you do for Hamiko Cloud? Uh, my name is Jacob and I play drums. I'm Kyle and I play guitar. And I'm Connor and I play bass. Awesome. Right on. So uh, when uh, I guess uh, let, let's kind of get the origin story. How'd you guys meet and when did Hamiko Cloud start? Were you guys in bands prior to this or is this your first band? Um. Jake and I were in a band together quite a while ago called Mothra mm-hmm. and sort of ended up, it was like a five member band at one point and we kicked every member out for different reasons. And it, eventually it was just Jake and I, and we just decided to kind of keep playing as a two piece. What did year it, did that start? Uh, what year was that? 2007. Uh, no, it was like 2013 or oh something. yeah, 2013, 2014. Okay, it was when Nico Cloud started because we yeah. renamed the band once it was just us oh, as yeah. a two piece, and then wanted a bass player. We've known this guy for a long time. He's been a part of the scene forever too, and so yeah, it seemed mm-hmm. like a good fit. And yeah, so I think like about a year in, maybe 2014 or something, you joined. Yeah, yeah, we we did we did one tour as a two piece, like a little mini thing. Yeah, uh, it was like. Five, five shows, I think. Seven. Seven shows. We did this little thing, like a little run with just a two-piece. At the end of that, we were like, let's get a bass player. Yeah, it seemed sure. like it just worked out 
perfectly. Mm-hmm. Connor had been coming to our shows for quite a while and kind of already knew like our previous um, music and stuff and kind of had it already down. So it was really easy to transfer over and, and kind of bring them along, you know? Absolutely. Really awesome. So, yeah. So joining the band, were you, uh, had you seen the band before or? Yeah, man. Um, I had been out to their shows growing up. Like these guys have been the band before Himiko cloud. It's like really similar style to Himiko cloud style, but mm-hmm. just more new, more instrumental. Mm-hmm. These guys have been playing shows together since we were in high school. So oh, cool. I've been going to their shows since, since then for sure. And we've always been buddies. So yeah, me, me and Kyle went to high school together. Um, <clears throat> that's where we met. We would start playing music together in the band room, like on lunch times and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we, just, we just kind of formed, formed a little thing that like, like lunchtime break band basically is what mm-hmm. it was, you know, and I played jazz in high school and that's kind yeah. of where I just started playing drums. Kyle was always, you've been playing guitar for a long time. I think you started probably what middle school. Uh, I've been playing guitar for like since I was ten, and I'm 31 now, so long yeah. ass time. And so then we joined forces, and that was like all she wrote from there. Yeah, you should scoot in a little bit. Get cozy, yeah. man. Get cozy. Get cozy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so so uh, you, in your bio, you've are, you do have a description of of the the origin of the name, but just for anyone who's listening for the first time, what's the origin of the name Hamiko Cloud? Uh, the name is the name of a galaxy. It's a really huge cloud, like really old galaxy. When they discovered it, they didn't quite know what it was because it's from a really early stage in the universe, and they didn't think that galaxies could form that large at that time. So it was mm-hmm. a pretty significant thing, and we just thought it was a cool name and a cool. It is a cool name, yeah. Breath. Thank you. <laughs> and it's it's fitting of the vibe you guys put off. I I can I can. Um, totally see how that goes hand in hand with that and even the artwork on the album so i appreciate thank you man absolutely so uh i'm curious about the wenatchee music scene um being that you know over here in seattle um things are starting to come back you know i I, i've seen a few shows here and there um you know with different restrictions and whatnot and and tacoma is doing the same but you know I, I don't get to go out to Wenatchee for 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 shows is there a big music scene out there or is it uh like is it thriving are there a handful of bands my friend Evan said he saw you guys last night oh really yeah. that was a good show nice yeah we played a band from Spokane Odyssey repping the shirt right now yeah yeah Shout they're out. they're a super rad instrumental progressive metal mm-hmm. progressive rock band that we they were, were a lot of fun yeah we've been trying to set something up with them for a while so this is our first show together their first time to wenatchee and it was a pretty packed house honestly um there's about maybe like 80 ish people there 70 it's about what the little venue can can fit yeah in, honestly the wenatchee scene is great though for how small of a city it is there's a lot of people that love to come out and support shows and there's quite a few musicians, a lot of talent around here. And it's a good like in-between point for touring bands to come through as like a midway through Washington spot. So we get a lot of cool bands over here. Yeah. It's a really, really awesome scene. It's, it's really tight knit in this, in the same ways that you see, like, you know, anyone who's involved in the Seattle scene sees how all these different yeah. people are connected and, you know, everybody works together. It's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Right on. Well, um, 
I'm, I'm curious. So now uh, you don't, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because I love instrumental music. And and in my personal opinion, if the if they you don't need a vocalist, if if the vocalist can add something, but if they don't add anything, there's no need to have one. In my personal opinion, I like a lot of instrumental bands. There's a really cool one from here called Pound, a killer metal uh, instrumental yeah. band. Um, you know them. For you guys personally, why instrumental? Why why did you never you know want to throw a vocalist on top of it? What why did you guys seek uh, making music as an instrumental project? Um, I mean, we when we were in Mothra, we did have a vocalist. Um, when that dwindled down to just the two piece, we were listening to so many different instrumental bands that were yeah. super influential that we seem to somehow like find a liking to more than others. Yeah. And kind of, you know, it, it just kind of helped the, I don't know, we'll, we'll say the, the confidence in, in succeeding as a, as an instrumental band. I gotcha. And yeah. um, we just kind of, we just wanted to keep rolling with it. I, I felt like we, we were so interested in certain instrumental bands mm-hmm. um, that we were like, Hey, we can do this because, you know, you know, like some of our favorite bands are doing this, and sure. now this is starting to become a thing that's more well known. I felt like it was a great opportunity for us to start building that um, that name as an influential band, you know, and being different, being original. Yeah, you know it, that because it that in itself, not just the music being original, but being instrumental is original itself. So yeah, and we still get asked all the time, you know. So it's like we we're so. We're so used to getting sure. that question. It was yeah. like, well, it's, we totally get it. But at the same time, it's like, well, we're, we put so much work into what we're doing now that it's like, yeah. you know, we're confident in what we're doing. Well, yeah, so. we, we enjoy being instrumental. Yeah. And I think it's cool to not have the lyrical angle to it. It's a lot more sure. open yeah. you know, interpretation. Lyrics are as well. I don't know. We, we love bands with singers, too. But we, we enjoy being instrumental. There's no plan to add a singer or anything. Yeah. All right. So g- play along with me here. Let's have a little fun. If you could have choice of any one vocalist in the world, past or present, who you think could really add to Humiko Cloud, who would it be? It to, to, mm-hmm. to add as the full-time vocalist for the band, if you could choose any single vocalist. Bjork mm. to Mike Patton. Doesn't matter. Any single one. <laughs> I like Bjork's a great choice. Yeah. Um, man. Maybe like, maybe some, a little bit of Cedric Bixler's of all his style, a guy from Mars Volta. Totally. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit, like something really melodic and, I don't know. I just think it would need to be melodic. Cedric Bixler, who's another one? I'm trying to think right now. Mm. That, that's a good one, dude. Um, Thomas Eric from Fall Troy would probably be a good style. Yeah. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of our our first influences. Yeah, big influence. As far as a three piece band that had so much noise, you're like, right. like honestly, sometimes was, we could even go for a, a touch of screaming in our yeah, music, yeah, not just singing. That. So, yeah, Thomas. All right, I'll, I'll text him. That, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let him know. <laughs> no, no answer. Shut up, Thomas. Yeah. So this album came out June 4th. It's called Telomeris. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Telomeris? Telomeres. 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 And uh, y- did you guys record this during the pandemic? Was it a pandemic project? Or Yeah, it was. 
We, yeah. we started it right before. Yeah. So, but most of it was done, yeah, through the pandemic and it was a long process because of the pandemic. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it took us about an hour from where we live to get to where we recorded it to. So we were planning it out, you know, like on weekends that we could make it up there. And yeah, once we were like able to go yeah. see people. Yeah. It was a long process. Like Kyle, Kyle recorded the guitars first and then we would go up periodically and do the drums and bass. I think there was like one day I laid down probably four of the songs on drums just in one day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like one of those things where we only had so little time. So we had yeah. to like make as much of what we had, you know. So uh, being that you you uh, have a studio that was an hour away, that uh, obviously it must have been a selection. Like there was a reason why you must have gone to this place because at this point, you know, you you could make an album at your house if you wanted to. You know, it's it's pretty easy to. But there yeah. must have been a reason for you guys specifically chose this studio. Uh, Where did you record at, and and what was the reason, and how was it? Yo, uh, so we actually recorded with one of our like longtime best friends who has just become this top tier, um, like engineer producer. And, um, so we just had to go with him. His name's Culver Polly, and okay. we're pretty name. much, to, yeah, <laughs> dude, he's a great guy. He's um, awesome. yeah, but he's basically just starting out to work with other people were probably like his first project besides his own stuff, mm. which he's just released tons of his own music over the years. And so yeah. he's got like a really awesome studio and he's great um, to work super with. Super knowledgeable. Yeah. And yeah. Super fun to work with in the studio. And so it just was a no brainer. And yeah. So it was worth the trip. He just made it sound he knows how to make everything sound killer in like no time at all and we have a blast while we're doing it. yeah and for us like recording with him he kind of knew where me and kyle's previous record uh yeah. stood as far as like how it was produced mm -hmm. and because times have changed with like how things are just produced nowadays and how just how much better you can you know how much much more full the music can be and our our first record we put together, I mean, Kyle was like done in a basement, which was it was great, but it just wasn't like it wasn't up to the modern like yeah. type production. You know, and, and, totally. and he and Colbert has like a great understanding of what that was, and he wanted to inquire modern day production with a little bit of what me and Kyle kind of were always about was, was the raw live sound, mm -hmm. you know. So he kind of understood that, and he was you know just so on board with that, and it made it a lot easier to go with him on that. Yeah, for sure. For anyone or for who's looking for a studio, he goes, his studio name is Shadow Exhibit. Yeah. Awesome. So get him Straight up. Out of Chelan, Washington. Yeah. Super dope spot. and Killer. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we're going to hear the uh, some of the uh, product of, of those recording sessions right now. We're going to go into a song, uh, and this one is called Sunsloth. Uh, all right. So who gets to, who raises your hand? Someone raise your hand. You get to be cheesy radio DJ. And the person who raises their hand has to introduce this song in the cheesiest FM radio DJ way possible. Okay. Who's going to do it? That's all you, Jake. All right. <laughs> no, that's Connor. I'm, I'm volunteering. <laughs> Connor, you got her. All right. Yo, this is Himiko Cloud. And if you're listening to the radio right now, you're going to hear our song Sun Sloth coming in hot. Let's do this.
sorry I'm not as, as cool a DJ as as the dudes here. So uh, uh, I'll, I'll I'll do my part. But that was Sunslot. The band is called Humiko Cloud over Wenatchee, Washington. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, do you guys? Uh, I mean, obviously things are kind of up in the air as far as some tours and and, and you know, shows and stuff like that. But do you guys plan on ever coming over to uh, Western Washington? Yeah. Yeah, we actually uh, we have a show with uh, one of the bands, College Radio. I yeah, the, Gordon's band. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think on. that's at the Kraken. Yeah, except I think he told me that I couldn't say that. So oh. now I'm like, <laughs> well, this is coming out in a couple weeks, so it's okay. Okay. Also, I think that'll probably be enough time because uh, yeah, there's there's there may yeah there's there's a show we got coming up, so stay tuned because the official announcement's coming out. So. Yeah. All right. Sounds at the good. Kraken somewhere. We'll be nice. playing there. All right, cool. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll, we'll announce. Oh well, yeah, we'll yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We'll wait on that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> See you then. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So uh, okay, I'm curious about um, you know, growing up, uh, you guys were all like, you know, fantastic musicians. What was a musician that inspired you to to pick up your musician, uh, your instrument of choice? Hmm. And whoever wants to jump in first, to uh, go ahead. Man, I would probably say like the incubus bassist from like science, yeah, dude. Because I, I straight up, yeah, my brothers were like 11 and 14 years older than me and had that when I was like six years old. And I was, I mean, definitely always was a huge influence. I was raised on classic rock. So <laughs> I was always, you know, I just, uh, I just had, I was like growing up in this family where nobody played music, but we loved rhythm. So it's like drums was always a thing in the car or whatever it may have been. And I just, I just really started finding a knack for that. And I started playing jazz in middle school. And then I started actually played trumpet. I, I played brass instruments at first. And then I was okay. like, no, I don't like this. So, so and I felt like drums were so much cooler, right? Because as a kid, I was like, oh, I want to be the drummer, you know? Like, sure, <laughs> I want to yeah. hold this brass instrument, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, and then I just, I fell in love with it immediately. And then I started listening to like System of a Down. Mm-hmm. It was probably the first band I really was like, okay, this, this is this is cool. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Um. I had a really cool cousin. His name was Matt Folden. Rest in peace. He got me into music. He was in a band. He was a drummer in like a punk band. And I saw his band play in his garage when I was like eight, eight or nine, maybe. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, he saw my interest in it and he showed me a bunch of like punk rock stuff. Like this was around the skate punk days. So we're yeah. talking like no effects. Pennywise, Mill and Colin, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me want to start playing music is music like that and just my cousin inspiring me. That's so awesome. that's how I got started. He's one of those guys too that helped totally. us be instrumental because he would always tell us to keep keep doing what we're doing, never really like you know, worry too much about the vocalist. He was always very confident in us. and Yeah, we miss that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's a good dude. I feel like I missed a big, big one too. But yeah, my brothers were both in a band growing up. So from like uh, after school in my kindergarten, I would go over to their house where they were having band practice and hang out nice. and mm-hmm. go to their all, all their shows growing up. And you're like, what? What is that smell? And they're like, don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell them exactly, Just, exactly. <laughs> We had a cool band. It's all foggy in here. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Anyways, sorry. What were you saying? 
My bad. No, we had a really cool band director in high school too that helped also, and he was very influential. He played every instrument possible, I feel like, and he just and he was just one of those guys that like also not only just being like the the, the you know the, the typical band director is you know trying to keep things. What, what would you say like? For, as professional it was as a teacher, he was always like trying to jam with us and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, was awesome. he was cool, and he he was very inspiring himself because he would. You know, you just chime in and start jam with us and make us feel like, okay, this isn't, this isn't weird what we're doing. We're actually like <laughs> onto something here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was supportive. That's awesome. That's yeah. great to have those, those, those people, you know, on the, on the way up to, you know, gr- growing up that really inspire you and don't, you know, di- dim your fire. Cause it could right. be right. dimmed at that age, but to have someone that stokes yeah. that fire is, it's really cool right. and really important. So. Yeah, Definitely. So as far as like, you know, your musical tastes, you know, uh, go and, and, uh, let's just, uh, it, it's not a hard scenario to picture, but I like to ask this question because the last 18, 19, 20 months almost now has been pretty, you know, hard on a lot of us. Um, if you're having a crappy day, what's an album that you can go to that'll like bring you back to a positive place, like, like a go-to album, whether you want to get your anger out, whether you want to, you know, calm down and get a really chill vibe. What's What's a, What's a go-to album you can put on that'll bring you back to a good place? I'd say any Animals as Leaders record yeah. for sure. Um, for me lately, lately, it's been um, this band called Nothing. They have an album called The Great Dismal that just Great came band. out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, I still can't get over that album since it came out. So yeah. that, that album always puts me in a good place. Awesome. Hmm. Connor's probably old. one of my favorite records of all time is Goliath from Mars Volta. Well, it's I, one of those throwbacks I, you could throw on any time, yeah. no matter how old, no matter how old it might be. It's like still to this day, there's not one song on that record that I could be like, yeah. dive right in and just enjoy every second of it. I second that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I gotta, I gotta check that one out. I only really know D. Louse in the Comatorium. I gotta check out Goliath. D. Louse is amazing too. That's my favorite. Francis album. the Mute. D. Louse is my favorite album of all time. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I just uh, went off and found. I, I was, I think I was getting really into like the hardcore and metal at that point, and and I kind of not that I didn't like them. I just didn't follow them. So I, I need to go back yeah. and do like a deep dive and check out Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Man, I think. This the during the pandemic, I actually watched a lot of every time I die live videos yeah. and listened to a lot of that band. I listen to a lot of stuff that's like coming out at the time too. But I love how that band has progressed. Yeah, yeah, they've really definitely yeah. like straight up more hardcore stuff to like all the really melodic, especially bands putting out records right now during all this. Like, I always I just have this idea or this feeling that everybody that's putting out records right now it's worth something like i feel like if you know these artists that are like well established if they're putting on a record during these hard times it's got to have something like super special so even if it's like records that you know maybe you didn't like like the last like three or four records they may have done yeah like people are putting out some awesome stuff and i know i rolled up when we rolled up to practice the other day jake was listening to some manipulator by fall of troy yeah. yeah, it's always a good one too. That's another always throwing that oh, yeah. on. So 
we can always go back <laughs> to that one too. Yeah. Ball of Troy is awesome. With, <laughs> with, you, with you mentioning, um, you know, like the, the bands putting out albums at this time, it, it really is means something. And, you know, I, I gotta say, like, I have like a weekly, uh, spotify playlist that i just have like a master like every year i do like a master list like every time you know i hear an album i like i put it on it i have a long playlist and the it is all 2021 there are so many good albums that have come out in 2021 and that's That's just this year alone dude it's like yeah yeah it's crazy so it's great because people you know and people are people starting to really enjoy i feel like recording more so than even playing shows because obviously it's it's kind of like where the times are right now is people would rather focus on their craft and, and, and work on recording and stuff like that and mastering that as much as like, okay, we put out a record. Now we got to go on tour and, and tour the record at least, but we're really looking forward to writing the next record, you know? So, yeah, and that's similar. where we're at now. Like we, we obviously want to go on tour, but we're already like so ready to write the next record. It's, it's just kind of a, we want a tour as soon as possible. Yeah. So we could just focus on, on writing, which most likely we'll just start with writing. Cause, <laughs> So if you could only do one of those two things, somehow, you know, something major happened and they made you choose, you can only tour and play live shows or you can only record and never play another show. What would you do? I would choose. choose? I would choose record because my as much as I love performing and sharing our art with people, um, my favorite part of creating music has always been creating it. So yeah. I, I think yeah. I would want to keep creating new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I oh, that's, that's tough, but I, for us being a live band that I think we've established ourselves so well, just playing live mm-hmm. in the first place. Um, like people would call us a jam band for a long time. I feel like, so we, <laughs> it, it would, it would make me feel like, all right, we're like meant to be like, you know, playing live because people would, you know, it's like we couldn't even find a place to record to make it sound like what you would see live, you know, because it was just Dude, that's you, how we interpreted it. You so found, I would probably think you playing found, live. You found the way out of this question because j- within jamming, you're kind of creating new songs, which you're yes. not allowed to do, but you found the loophole. Yep. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I like yeah, that. That's we a can good jam and record because you know people got cell phones and stuff yeah. now. Hey, that's oh, what you're <laughs> you blew up my question. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. And what would you prefer, man? Man, I I would probably jo- join with Kyle on the recording side of it. I really do like the creation of music and then being able to uh, create music with other people and then hearing it all come together for the first time when you're all in the studio and then like yeah this is like totally what we want it to sound like like that's super rewarding mm-hmm. as much as live music is in another way i would say yeah, yeah. i love people it's a different <laughs> interaction thing. yeah and i like and i love just hear what people think and yeah. obviously that's really important when it comes to music in general and what you're creating is obviously what people are getting from that and so that's obviously in order to do that, you know, recording straight, but obviously for me playing live is when you're going to get those most, you know, those reactions and those um, comments and whatever it may be. So what you're doing to make you feel a little bit more, either whether it's better or, Hey, we should work on this. You know, yeah. it's always that instant feedback. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right on. 
Well, you know, I'm not going to take up your whole night here, but I, I, I uh, do want to know how do we, you know, support the band? Like, is there a place that we can go to support your uh, band and buy your music? Uh, which way do you prefer people to check you guys out and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, um, himikocloud.com has all of our links, whether you want to stream our music, check out our YouTube. There's a million things you can do for free that totally help us out with all of that. So like yeah. social media links, Spotify, YouTube, we get, we have like music videos on there. So sharing those is like, you know, basically the best thing you can do for us. If you want to buy something right now, we do have CDs available on our band camp and we can ship those out to you. Um, we got more merch coming soon. Mm -hmm. So cool out for those yeah right on taking right it on. one step at a time right now but that's what yeah that's what we got available to purchase and um definitely and then come see them at the kraken when that show's that's announced right. yes right. sir with college radio awesome uh we're gonna go into another song here uh to to end things here with himiko cloud but uh do you guys have any shout outs and thank yous before we jump into the song yo shout out to um Culver for recording the album. Yeah. All the Seattle homies, all the bands that have helped us, you know, uh, get over there and play shows and, and, and help support us as well. Um, from the shout future. out, shout out to Zesty. Yeah. Zesty from, from, the and from the future. Cause mm -hmm. that band has opened up a lot of doorways for us in there. Yeah. Get, gave us a lot of love in the, in the early stages mm -hmm. of getting over into the Seattle scene and, and, and thank you, Kevin. And and thank yeah, you. My pleasure. Yeah, you guys. And thank anybody who listens and watches and yeah. Come say hi to us. Yep. Come, come see us. Come to a city near you. We'll see you Hopefully. at the Kraken, guys. See at the yeah, Kraken. Yeah, yeah. So this is a song called Terrestrial, and it's on Terrestrial Radio. So I feel like it's appropriate. Say yeah. Yeah. Right on, guys. All right. The new album is available now. You can pick it up at himikocloud.bandcamp.com or uh, check out all their links at himikocloud.com. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. Peace, Peace out. Thanks, guys. Yep. Here's Himiko Cloud with Terrestrial on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions.
is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.